Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Woo-hoo! What an unbelievable final week in the NFL it was. Uh, man, lots, lots going on in sports, period. So I'm excited for today's show. I got a special guest joining us uh, today. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Into the NFL we go, and man, where do I begin? Well, I'll start here. The playoff picture is set. Uh, But there were some games that made the last regular season game very interesting. Uh, I got to shout out Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is is probably his last year of his career. It's going to be done after this, right? They took care of business. They won. And because the Colts lost to the Jaguars, That gave them a a birth, a chance. If, in last night's game, between the Chargers and the Raiders, the only way the Steelers was going to be out of the playoffs was if that game ended in a tie. And it almost did and probably should have. And there was a questionable call at the end of that game where the Chargers called the timeout. It seemed as if the Raiders was just running the ball to run the clock out to end in a tie. It didn't matter. Because a tie meant both of them were in. Or a winner goes in, loser goes home type deal. So the Raiders didn't care. But they are running on the clock and the Chargers called timeout. And then the Raiders ripped off a big run, put them in field goal range. And they figured, you know what, why not? We played a game to win. They were in field goal range. Two seconds left. They kick a field goal. They win. They go into playoffs. Chargers, season, done. Steelers are in. So, look, uh, a lot of uh, things that, that went on uh, in this last uh, week of the, of the NFL was exciting. And these playoffs, I still don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. These playoffs are going to be extremely interesting, and I cannot wait for it to begin. Let's go. And of all teams, right, that aren't making the playoffs, there's the obvious, right, teams that are at the bottom. You know, coaches getting fired, changes being made. But the big surprise was the Miami Dolphins firing of head coach Brian Flores, who, at the uh, you know, reaction of a lot of players across the league and just sports people in general, that was a big surprise. I mean, he, he beat the Patriots. He swept the Patriots this year, something that the Dolphins had never done. Right? In his two years of coaching, man, they've won a good amount of games. And he was brought into a situation that was a, re- that was a rebuilding. And you're not going to get it all done in one, two years. And with the rise of the way Tua's been playing, I, I, everyone just feels as if the Dolphins were this close. They were this close to, to, to making the playoffs. They're, they're a nine-win team, right? Like, man, they were that close. And so that firing was a little, you know, surprising. But, you know, who knows? How does that affect our boy Tua? Who knows, right? The offseason will tell. All I know is that, uh, you know, Tua finished the season strong. He did something that, that the Dolphins have never done in recent years, and that's sweep the New England Patriots. So they're on the rise. Uh, I just hope that whatever coach they bring in is going to be someone that, that's going to continue to elevate our guy, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, that much more. And uh, in the end, that's going to result in elevating that entire team. So... Good luck, Tua. Continue to grind this offseason, man. And uh, we're pulling for you, as always. Tonight's the night, 
right? College football champion will be crowned, right? Alabama, Georgia, uh, man, they met in the, the SEC championship where Alabama won, right? Kind of dominated Georgia, but Georgia has made some adjustments, right? They got their swagger back. They got their confidence back. And this is going to be a clash of the Titans uh, type of game. But, man, I don't know. If I was a betting man, I'm going with Alabama. I'm going with Nick Saban. I'm going with experience. National championship experience. That pedigree over there is built for that. And so that's my pick. Uh, we'll see what happens. But I know it's going to be a good game. The Bulldogs, I know they're coming to play. So I hope you guys are tuning in. Uh, we'll talk more about the results on Wednesday. I'm going into the NBA uh, here, and the reason being is one of our superstars was back in action last night. Clay Thompson uh, rejoined his Golden State Warriors, and look, the dude looked like he didn't miss a beat. Being out for almost two years, um, you know, he showed sort of like a heroic act when he tore his ACL in the, in the finals and had to come back out. After going into the locker room, he had to come back out and drop two free throws on a torn knee. Uh, man, that just, that memory, you know, I think that sort of, not stamped his legacy, but that's part of his legacy. That's showing his character and who he was as a player and how much the game of basketball meant to him. And last night, being his first game back, that was very evident. And so shout out to Klay Thompson, man. Shout out to the Warriors. And shout out to Steph Curry for having his wingman back out there with him. Watch out for the Golden State Warriors because they're already the league's best right now. <laughs> and now they got Klay Thompson back. Ooh-wee. Watch out, Splash Brothers. They back. All right, my special guest today, my guy, I call him the sports guru, Steven Sai is joining me here on the CO2 Rundown. Last week, Friday, there was the public hearing, right, with our University of Hawaii talking about the sports program, specifically football. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit. Check it out. All right, my guy, Steven Sai, the sports guru, is joining us from his Cadillac. How you doing, brother? <laughs> doing okay. How are you doing? <laughs> Good, man. Happy New Year. Yeah, unfortunately, my Cadillac's green, not, not pink. You know, that's that'd be more stylish, right? <laughs> anyway, man, look, uh, lots going on in the sports world, but I don't think none more important than what's going on right here locally with our University of Hawaii sports program. Friday, we had a public hearing, and uh, I was tuned in. I'm sure you, you, you tuned in. Um, first of all, what was your thoughts on that? My thoughts is nobody won in that. Nobody won. The university looks bad. I think the legislators look bad because um, you have enough things to go by where there are enough problems at UH where they could have just addressed that. I think probably this could have all been addressed back in the old days. You just take them into the back room and say, what the heck's going on? And, and what are your steps to fix these things? That didn't happen. I think, I think they kind of, it was an ambush, but there, the roots of it were there were some problems that need to be addressed. And I think they could have addressed it in a way where everything, uh, I think some of the testimony was not accurate, but most, most of it was. And I think that's the problem you have is that they could have eliminated all that. I think it was just uh, an ambush, but I think it made everybody look bad. And I think it made the university look bad. The university does have some problems. They had some problems. Did they do enough to correct it? I don't know. Is this fixable? I don't know. This is a hard thing to do because this is, became a national story and it's hard to undo that. 
And then um, there were internal problems that were made public by the players. That's a problem, especially if you're trying to get new recruits and things like that. The problem, though, is the UH's response was they started talking about the external problems that probably other people didn't know about. So now all you hear are the internal and the external problems. And I think it's going to take a long way to fix this. I think maybe this is fixable, but I think there was the problem with the whole thing was what, what was the end game? What did the legislator want out of it? What did the players who were not happy want out of it? What did the coaches or the AD, what, what does everybody want out of it? You need an end game. You need something to show what is the end that there and appears there's no end game. And that's that's the problem. Does this go on and on and on? I don't know, but they needed an end game. They didn't have one. Right, right. And you know what? I, I kind of agree with you there, Steve. You know, there, there's um, there's two sides to everything. But, you know, in football, in sports, but I think football specifically, and I'm going to speak on that because that's what we're talking about. The topic was majority about football. And I, I come from that football background. And there's an unwritten rule, man, like on a team, the locker room, Hey, there's things that, that needs to be discussed that remains in the locker room. There's, thing that, there's things that, that remain in-house, right? Uh, just like a family, right? You're not going to put all your dirty laundry out there to everyone. You know, you're going to try to um, figure things out, reach out to the people you need to reach out to for help and, and, and try to resolve, right, within your family. And, but according to some of their testimonies, that, that seemed like that wasn't the case, that there wasn't that family sort of bond. And, and in a family and on a team, when there's disruption, when there's separation, um, you know, you don't, you don't, you shouldn't go pointing fingers. Hey, you should come together, right? You need to come together stronger and more and talk things out, right? And so in my opinion, yeah, there was a little bit of uh, an ambush, you know, they were, they were getting, you know, the hammer dropped down on them pretty badly. It seemed like they got caught off guard. Um, but you know what? I'm going to relate this to football. You have a game plan going into every single game. It never goes according to that. You have to always midstream adjust. You have to make those game time adjustments. And some games, those adjustments to make are that much harder. And it seems like that's what, you know, um, a coaching staff, the AD, Prez, they were in that game that, man, those adjustments were, man, they came at them, right? Those unexpected things. And, hey, they dealt with it, I think, the best way they could. And you know what? Well, the yeah, thing is, too. There needs is, to be some resolve. The thing, too, is we, okay, what the, what the legislature asked for, they want to know about coaching salaries. They, wanted to, they said they wanted to talk about. But we knew that's not why you gather there. You don't gather and have a big public hearing, especially on TV, especially when led by certain people. You don't have that in an election year, by the way. You don't have that um, knowing that that's why they're really doing it. Everyone should have known. You and I knew it's not going to be. It's not going to look good for UH. I always thought they were going to go in there. You're going to get slapped around. That was it. They should have known that was coming. And even though it wasn't, you know, they, even though they went outside the the rules or say or what they're saying they were going to do, you should have known it was coming. And you should have been prepared for it. And you know, you should turn things around and, and try to at least you know fight back or do something. But um, and that's the problem with UH. Sometimes UH tries to do the good, good things. They try to help and do the, I don't think they purposely try to screw up or mess up or things like that, but they don't, they don't count it well. They don't publicize their good things. They don't answer things back. The second this thing became national, the second this, the players went out, you got to sit down. You got to talk to all the players and go, I'm sorry, let's fix this. How do we fix this? Uh, it could be everything. You can do anything from, you know, whatever, changing coach, changing person. You can do whatever you want, but 
you have to address this publicly when it happens. And I know you want to do you want to do the right things behind the scenes. Sometimes when the story's out there, you've got to get out there and, and respond and show people that you are trying to make changes or trying to fix things or, or even just say there isn't a problem, but you have to do something. And I think that's the problem with UH is they don't get out in front and and in, in combat or, or do anything. And then that's a bad, bad public perception. They need a leader. Yep. You know who they need? They need you in some capacity. I don't know what capacity that is, but I think there's a, no, I'm serious. I go back to um, 2003, 2004, 2004, I think there were problems on the team. You guys were not going to make, uh, it appeared you were not going to make the postseason. Um, and everyone looked, bless his heart. We all love Timmy Chang, but on that team, that offense, the leader was you. You were the guy who stepped up and you're the guy who the people respected because, you know, that's how it is. And Timmy Chang is a, was a great player. He, he was a, he was a, he's a quarterback. He was the guy who made decisions, just a tremendous guy. And he's a tremendous coach now, but he didn't have the impact, the locker room, the overall things that you do because perhaps of the way you came up, you're the public school guy, you're the walk on, you fought for everything you had and you have to make yourself. And I think that kind of leadership on that team, that was the guy who rallied everybody back and got them into the postseason and to a heck of a fight at the end of the game against Houston. But it was just a great, that's what they need. They need you somehow involved in this. And I'm just saying, cause you know, um, you know, I know you and everything, but I think that's what they need. It needs somehow. And I mean, was that a role that somehow you'd like to be helpful in or, or, or somehow you could fix this? Yeah. I mean, you know what, Steve, I, first of all, I appreciate that, man. And, and, you know, if I'm going to, relate myself and my situation to the University of Hawaii yeah I mean let's just be honest we are the University of Hawaii right now in the college ranks isn't the scholarship athlete right University of Hawaii is that hungry dog or should be that's gonna walk on that's gonna prove everything to everybody gonna prove everybody wrong right and and yeah if, if it's leadership qualities of someone that's been through something like that like myself, or there's a lot of other guys that have come up in the system like myself. Hey, those types of people can help steer a ship uh, that can lead a group in that fight because they've experienced it and they know what it is. And so, All right, Steve. Oh, look, man, thank you care. so much for joining me, man. Good, good seeing you again. Uh, we'll, we'll talk All right. soon. All right. Take care. Thanks. Aloha. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Look, it's Monday. I hope you guys are off to that fast start coming off of that weekend. Um, look, it's, that's, that's what today is. Right? It's the momentum builder for the week. You got to come out the gate. All right? You got to start fast. And so, look, thank you again so much for tuning in. And I'll see you guys on Monday Wednesday.